Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Most valuable players on the most valuable franchise. And they still can't get anybody to agree to come play. That's the problem with the most iconic brand in New York, New York Knicks, being worth, I don't know, $4 billion. And yet, you've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving chose to go play with the Brooklyn Nets over the next couple of years. Frustrating, to say the least. Just like having that on loop. Very frustrating. But Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri, welcome in here. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Final hour here, make it rain. We'll do that. Uh, Big, big games today in Major League Baseball. Uh, Three of the top four pitchers uh, that Dane and I think are, in all likelihood, could very well be traded over the next seven days. They're all in action tonight. Uh, you've got Bauer going for the Indians. You've got Matty Boyd going for the uh, Detroit Tigers. You've got Bumgartner going for the uh, going for the San Francisco Giants. All of those guys. Listen, one or all of them, it's possible they might all be traded and playing for different teams next week as the trade deadline in Major League Baseball is just seven days away. We'll go ahead and talk about some of those games tonight and what we like, some of the numbers. Also want to throw some, uh, when it comes to fantasy, guys, nobody uh, nobody is better to focus with than Dane right here. Certainly his show, too, on uh, Mondays and Thursdays, Dane. Am I correct on that? Yeah, Mondays and Thursdays, 7 to 8 p.m., Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to get into that a little bit. But, yeah, Joe, you got the sports investing covered. I got the fantasy covered. Plenty of ways to win a little, a little bit of cash this football season. It was funny, too. I got a couple of, well, um, we're going to pepper Dane with some uh, questions. We'll focus on the AFC North. Now that we talked about Cleveland, you had mentioned Pittsburgh. And I think every one of those teams has a player from a fantasy perspective that there's a question mark on. And I think there are some questions from a fantasy standpoint when you look at the Ravens and the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Bengals. When you look at these teams, there's usually one or two guys on each of each team. I think it's up in the air with some of these guys. And uh, after what we witnessed last year, so we'll talk about that coming up. Also, I want to get to this was crazy, Dane. Did you see what the LSU football team did to their locker rooms? They did you get a chance to see something like that? Right. All I know is they got money. They're pimping it out. Something like that. Right. What do they got? Yeah. This is, here you go. These are uh, pictures of the LSU locker room. These are what they call sleep pods. They've actually installed sleep pods for these guys to be able to rest in between classes and games. Um, They dumped so much money from from a technology standpoint into this. To where it's it's over the top, Dan. I mean, when I tell you over the top, it is it is unbelievable what these kids have. Many NFL teams don't have what these guys now have access to in these locker rooms. And all the money supposedly came from 
private donations from alumni and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I thought I thought this was great. Eric Reed, who is now with the Carolina Panthers, and yeah. he, uh, of course, uh, went to LSU. He was one of the uh, big LSU, LSU guys. Yeah. He posed this about the uh, about this locker room. And he said, when I was at LSU seven years ago, um, they were better than the, that team was better than the current one that they have right now. And he said, there's, he said, but why is there no money to compensate these young men for the revenue they bring to the school? Like you can't afford to give these kids any money, but you can afford to drop in that kind of, I mean, we're talking multi-million dollar upgrades sleeping pods, individualized TVs. I mean, madness for a team that hasn't won a national championship since, you know, what, 10 years now? What, what has it been? Yeah. So it, that's always that's gotten their asses handed to them by Alabama. And I, I guess it's a recruiting tool. But at the same yeah, time, so he brings up a point, doesn't he? He does bring up a point. Yes, he does. However... Joe, I see this a little bit differently. Yes, he has a point. Yes, you have a point. But I think this is kind of like don't hate the player, hate the game. I think mm -hmm. for LSU, I actually think this is great. Like you're in a world where you cannot play the pay the players. That is mm -hmm. not LSU's decision. That is not right. LSU's fault. So I actually see this as LSU kind of going around the loophole, going around the NCAA, and if they can't pay the players, what they can do is, you know, use that money to make the player conditions and make the player experience and make the player training as best as possible. And yes, Joe, it doubles as a recruiting tool. I think if you can't pay the players in dollars, but you can pay them in comfort and luxuries and perks and amenities, this is kind mm -hmm. of the loophole. It's like in the NFL, Joe, there's a salary cap, but they can pay John Gruden, ten million a year, right? That's their loophole around the kind of fiscal responsibilities and parameters and obstacles. This is, I think, LSU's way, their loophole around that same kind of obstacle. We can't play players, sure, fine. We'll follow the law. Wink, wink. They are an SEC school, so I digress. Mm -hmm. But what they can do is dump their millions into the facilities and into everything else, so that you know. They feel uh, treated well and respected. I, I, I actually think this is a good move by LSU. You're right. Their money might be better served being able to play players, but they can't do that. They can't do that right now, given the current you know laws. So I think, to be honest, this is the next best thing. I have well, no beef least, with this. He's not. He's not. I think he's just merely pointing out the hypocrisy in the entire yeah, college. But that's not right LSU's now. fault. That's no, not no, and I'm not fault. saying it. And he's not taking a dig at his former album. He's not taking a dig at him. He's merely pointing out right. the fact that how does the NCAA allow this kind of money to be dumped in? And yet kids are and it's a fact we're not making stories up that, you know, kids, not everyone is Alabama. Kids are going hungry. Kids are not eat. kids. You know, yeah. scholarships don't pay enough. I, he's got a point. You know, how much how many more scholarships did you have offered? With that money oh, that yeah. just built those obnoxious things. So I don't think he's taking a shot at LSU because, listen, don't hate the game. You know, hate the game. Don't right. hate the That's player. What I'm don't hate the player. Hate the yeah. game. The player here and is that, LSU. They're doing what they what can. He's doing. Yeah. Okay. He's pointing yeah, out the I'm hypocrisy of a system that is absolutely asinine when you keep talking yes. about how, oh, we can't play the, but, you know, guys, they're amateur, ath amateur athletes. They have better. 
They have better equipment and they have better locker rooms than the Carolina Panthers and other NFL teams. Now, to their credit, if if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a five star recruit, right, and I'm going to Clemson and see that monstrosity, you know, water slide, water put, they got right. everything. I've got to be able to compete in a recruiting right. area. I got to be able to compete with Clemson and Alabama. So I get it, but it is so hypocritical. It is, but like I said, I think this is very much don't hate the player, hate the game. This should be directed to the NCAA and the ability to stay at the But it's a little obnoxious. <laughs> a little gaudy, LSU. little gaudy. But you're not competing with Alabama and Clemson on a recruiting trail if you can't get it done. It's finally so, okay I get it. All right, fantasy, uh, fantasy questions. Q&A up next. Dane Martinez, Joe Renner. Here, make it rain. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Dane Martinez. Apologize for the technical difficulties uh, as we work through. We are upgrading our studios, our equipment, so... We are doing our uh, best to be able to uh, get you guys a crystal clear picture, sound, just make it a very warming experience for you. And we want to go ahead, obviously, a month away, fantasy football going to be a uh, going to be on a lot of people's minds as we get ready uh, for the 2019 NFL season. Nobody better to talk fantasy with than Dane Martinez, a wealth of uh, information and knowledge. We had mentioned, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. just won't go away. I happen to think the uh, the Cleveland Browns are going to be one of the biggest dumpster fires we have seen this year. Uh, but, you know, they got to play the games. That's what happens. And the AFC North, to me, is extremely intriguing, not only because of the Browns, but because of the Ravens. Uh, new quarterback, yeah. new look. And the Steelers, you know, no more Antonio Brown. So, what I want to do here, Dane, is I'm, I'm going to throw a question about a player on each team here and get your thoughts about uh, if you like them, if you don't like them, and, uh, and we'll take it from there. I'll start with the Ravens. And sure. a lot of guys that I am, I'm hearing from believe that Lamar Jackson can be an absolute dominant fantasy quarterback, not because of his passing, but because of his rushing ability. A lot of guys are trying to convince me that Lamar Jackson could very well be a big-time QB sleeper this year. Do you agree with them? I buy that. I buy that. You know, we do not know about Lamar Jackson from in the pocket, right? And that's going to be a huge storyline. But, Joe, you have to just understand the way points go in fantasy, mm -hmm. his running ability uh, more than makes up for that. You know what I mean, Joe? If you just do pure math, you know, most right. leagues, you get a point for every 25 yards passing. So, you know, a nice 300-yard game is, what, 12 mm -hmm. points, right? Well, Lamar right. ain't going to do that. Lamar's going to throw for 175, let's say, right? So that's seven. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Most times you get a point for 10 yards rushing. So when he then scrambles for 80 yards, that's another eight right there. You know what I mean? And that accounts for the touchdowns as well. So that's why people think it. it's such a safe floor rushing. So I buy it. I think he could be a breakout. I think Lamar Jackson could run for like 
I don't know, Joe, would you balk at something like an over-under of, uh, I don't know, 700 yards even for Lamar right. Jackson? That's like 50 yards a game, Joe. You know what I right. mean? And so, and there's other leagues with bonuses. So I buy it. I personally am not going to take the stab with him as my number one quarterback. Remember I told okay. you yesterday, right? You take the top 12 off the board and he's still right. there. In drafts where I'm getting Lamar Jackson, I'm also going to try to pair him with another one of those quarterbacks that's like, to me, a safe guy. For me, the perfect combo if you like uh if you like lamar jackson is pair him with like philip rivers someone who's mm -hmm. stable safe and you know the passing yards will be there so if lamar defecates the mattress and it goes left or if he gets hurt because of you know not knowing how to slide you still have a backup plan yeah it's uh i, I and again everything is relative to cost right so if you can get him uh you know where would you in what round would you consider a lamar where do you uh, think lamar he's going to end up going Lamar Jackson is like a 12th round pick, okay? Something okay. like that. The regular, the QB ones, the, the top 12, 13 quarterbacks, they're going to, in my opinion, go off the board by like the 10th round, let's say. For example, Joe, I have it right here. Uh, Kyla Murray is going as QB 13 at okay. pick 106.1. That's late in the ninth round, Joe. Ninth Big round, Ben okay. is the 14th quarterback off the board at 111. That's early in the 11th round. Lamar is even a little bit after that, right? So he'll be mm -hmm. around for you in the 11th, 12th round for sure. The All Raven right, let's go that to I'll give Go Let me ahead. give you real quick a diamond in the rough for Ravens. Tight end, second-year mm -hmm. tight end, Mark Andrews, Joe. A lot of people like him, Mark Andrews, the tight end out of, uh, I think he was the Oklahoma guy. Soon Elisa should know him well. And the thing with him, think about Lamar Jackson. He ain't throwing the ball downfield. The tight end is the security blanket. He may be the most heavily targeted Raven. Uh, that's an interesting sleeper, Mark Andrews at the tight end position. Go ahead. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, it's going to be an interesting year for the Bengals. And I don't know uh, how many people have been following along. But, you know, last year, Joe Mixon healthy was a, was a three down back. And he very rarely split evenly with Giovanni Bernard. And I hear Elliott. I hear Barkley. I hear David Johnson, Todd Gert, Christian McCaffrey. The name I'm not hearing a lot is Joe Mixon. So is Joe Mixon, do you think, is there a... Are people undervaluing Joe Mixon in fantasy football? Should he uh, should he be a little bit higher on people's boards than what he appears to be right now? Tell you one thing, Joe. I'm not undervaluing Joe Mixon. All right. Um, for me, he belongs, and I've said this before, and you you know we'll start to hear it for running back. There's tier mm -hmm. one for me, which is Saquon, Zeke, Kamara, and McCaffrey. Then there right. is a tier, I believe, of five to six other guys, right? You're running back, say, five through nine, let's say. These guys are all first round fantasy draft picks. These are all legitimate RB1s. And in my opinion, mm -hmm. those guys contract status notwithstanding the five right. that I'm comfortable with in the next tier that I believe are first round picks are okay. Le'Veon Bell. David Johnson, James Conner, and Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon, okay? You can throw okay. Melvin Gordon in there as well, okay? Those are the five for me. Those are nine running backs. I want to make sure I leave my draft with one of those guys, okay? Those are the top nine to me. I think your first round of drafts in your fantasy drafts are those nine running backs. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and another mm -hmm. wideout, whether it's Julio Michael Jones. That's what I think is the first round. No, Joe, I think Joe Mixon is uh, in that level, I also, Joe, if you want to talk to sports investors out there, I would put some shekels on Joe Mixon to lead the AFC in rushing yards this year.
Love that. Well, a lot point. of people, you know, the fear is that their point. offense not going to be what it is. They might be playing from behind. He's not going to get a lot of carries. But that's a pass game as well for fantasy. Yep. Good job. All right. Let's go to the Cleveland. Uh, let's go to the Cleveland Browns. Sure. And speaking of running backs, let's keep it there. Nick Chubb. Unbelievable, uh, efficient, let's get use, that's a good word to use, I think, season in 2018, his rookie season last year. But is he a guy worth a first, you know, where is he a first-round talent running back? Uh, you know, let's say you sit at number 8, 9, or 10 in, in your draft. Is he, worth, uh, is he worth that high a pick here, or is he maybe uh, a tier down? Where do you have Nick Chubb yeah. in, uh, in the running back world? Yeah, so I got to tell you the truth, Joe. I am different than most on Nick Chubb. I am lower than most on Nick Chubb. I just gave you my top nine running backs, right? Most people in that next cut would have a Dalvin Cook, a Nick Chubb, you know, others, a Leonard Fournette, let's say, blah, 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 you know, whatever. I like Nick Chubb as a player, Joe. I really, really do. Okay. We saw what he did in his rookie year. What I'm about to say has nothing to do with him as a player. I don't see Nick Chubb as an RB1 this year. I don't see him in that next tier. But here's the reason why, Joe. It has nothing to do with Nick Chubb. It has to do with two words. Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Are the two words, Joe. Okay, week nine, when Kareem Hunt comes back, I have no effing clue what the split is going to be like. And if you draft Nick Chubb in the first round, you Mm -hmm. want him to be a workhorse, right? That's what you're drafting him to be. And all I know is that Kareem Hunt is going to eat into that on some level, Joe. And that's right when you're getting into your fantasy stretch run and the fantasy playoffs. Nick Chubb is going to look amazing. For the first eight weeks of the season, okay? Here's what I would say. If you wind up with Nick Chubb, look to trade him in like week four, five, or six when he does play well. Because it's going to get sapped away by Kareem Hunt when you are going to the fantasy playoffs. This is nothing against Nick Chubb. But Kareem Hunt is going to compromise his workload. He just is. And because that happens, he is not one of those workhorse RB1s for me. He belongs more in the tier where... There's another back competing for touches, and it's more of a running back by committee. All right, coming up, we'll get to uh, we'll get to the Steelers, the final team in the AFC North. Uh, big questions surrounding them. We'll throw one at Dane. Try to get his uh, try to figure out what to do with Steelers when it comes to fantasy football this year. Next, make it rain. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Hey, well, we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. 
College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, guys, fantasy football season is upon us, and season-long drafts, they're getting into full swing. And good news, Roto Experts has got you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, which includes the best math bases of projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. You got Davis Maddock. You got the Roto Experts. They'll be providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, NFL draft content pretty much every damn day of the year. So you can have an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. It's very simple. Utilize Roto Experts right now. Save 10%. RotoExperts.com. Promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off. Promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at RotoExperts.com. And if you really want to dominate, of course, your fantasy draft, make sure you check out Dane Monday and Thursday nights here on the Fantasy Sports uh, radio network for uh, freestyle fantasy freestyle uh, as he goes live from the studio all season long, guys, making sure that uh, you guys are making the right decisions when it comes to your starting lineups. And we're doing that right now. In fact, uh, we've uh, we talked about the AFC North. We talked about yep. uh, each of the teams there. We covered the, the Ravens and expectations for Lamar Jackson and for Nick Chubb and uh, certainly for Joe Mixon, who seems to be on that, you know, is he an RB1? Is he an RB2? Where do I put him? Yeah. And that leaves us, of course, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who uh, this is going to be, shall we say, a very interesting year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I will say this. 
Five players have produced double-digit games with 100-plus receiving yards during their first two years in the league. Odell Beckham Jr., Randy Moss, T.Y. Hilton, Torrey Holtz, and Juju Smith-Schuster, who will, let's face it, expectations are all over the map from what I am seeing and reading from people. Some people are going of the mindset, all right, Antonio Brown gone, Juju Smith slides right in, boom, he's my my wide receiver one. We're going to dominate. He got 160 targets last year. He's probably going to get even more this year. The only fear that I have with that is now that Antonio Brown's not sitting on the other side of the field. Defenses are going to prepare Number to shut one down. Quarterbacks. Yeah, That's Juju right. Smith-Schuster. So as far as he goes, do you see him being worthy of that you know, wide receiver one spot, or is he better? Is is he exactly what it was last year? Uh, you know, a slot receiver, wide receiver two or three, depending on who you have. Where do you put yeah. Juju this year? Yeah. So first of all, for clarification, Joe, last year with Antonio Brown there, Juju mm-hmm. Smith-Schuster was a top like ten or fifteen fantasy wideout last year, even with Antonio Brown there. Okay, so um, he. Uh, the consensus in the community, Joe, and I talk in tiers instead of like specific number ranks, right? Mm-hmm. But that top tier, you got your, like I said, D Hop, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, or Julio Jones kind of thing. Then that next tier has your Antonio Browns, your old Dell mm-hmm. Beckhams. By the way, it now includes Tyreek Hill because he's not being suspended, right? It includes um, Juju, all right? It does. Um, I personally. Mm-hmm. Like other guys slightly below him in rankings and more consensus rankings, I just happen to like a little better. So if I'm in the second round of a draft and I want to go wide out, let's say I already got my stud running back, you know, I'm sitting right. there with, I don't know, you know, David Johnson, whatever it is, and I'm happy. And it comes back around to me and all these other big running backs are gone and I'm staring at like this level of wide receiver. I personally am going to go a different direction than Juju. I personally like the three right below him better than Juju. I love T.Y. Hilton this year. So I would take him over Juju. I love Mike Evans this year, Joe. The idea of Bruce Arians, that offense, I think he, I would take him. And I love Keenan Allen this year, okay? So those are three guys that many people are ranked, like let's say uh, Juju's ranked number six or seven. These guys are ranked eight, nine, ten, okay? So we're splitting hairs. I personally like those guys a little bit better. Yes, Juju is a technical wide receiver one. I mm-hmm. personally think he will be able to do it even without uh, the attention that Antonio Brown garnered. Okay, I think he will be there. The main fantasy football question, though, Joe, for the Pittsburgh Steelers is, is not around Juju. Is not around Big Ben. Is not around James Conner. Those things are kind of known quantities. For me, the big thing, like you say, is Juju slides into that Antonio Brown, right? Who's number two? I think Mm -hmm. that's the biggest question for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have to take a step back, Joe, and realize the Pittsburgh Steelers, regardless, are going to be a high-octane, you know, uh, productive offense. 
right? And so you know there's production out there. Who else gets it? Is it, you know, that number two position, that number two wideout, we've heard, oh, they like Dante Moncrief. Oh, could this uh, the young kid James Washington fit into that role? Could they, they've drafted a rookie, Deontay Thompson out of Toledo, that many people make comparisons to the footwork and route running of Antonio Brown. Which one of these three guys is going to truly be the number two receiver? If you pick that correctly, you have a fantasy diamond in the rough and a rising asset is it going to be Moncrief James Washington Deontay Thompson that's the real question in my mind for the Pittsburgh Steelers because yes James Conner is an RB1 yes Juju is a wideout one and yes Big Ben is a safe stable quarterback that you wait on that's what I think is the interesting point I will also say Joe I expect something of a mini breakout from Vance McDonald as a tight end. I think he's viable as a starting tight end. He's like tight end nine or 10 for me. I think he's draftable. No Jesse James there anymore. And he's also a beneficiary of, you know, those Anto- uh, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell targets having to go elsewhere. I think Vance McDonald is a good buy this year in drafts and you can get him late. Yeah, you've got to uh, you bring up a uh, an interesting point there. Who is going to be that number two? Because this this yep. offense, as much as it looks the same, it's going to be different because Antonio Brown, his combination of Brown and Roethlisberger uh, yep. elevated Ben Roethlisberger, certainly from a fantasy quarterback position because of how many times they threw the ball deep. They have ranked yeah. consistently since 2014 to 2018. Uh, they ranked always in the top 10 of pass attempts down the field, always going long with Antonio Brown. And Juju's capable of that. But to your point, what, who's next? Like, what happens? Because right. uh, you know they're going to slide coverages over there. So my yeah. fear is that that trickles down. Roethlisberger, not exactly the fantasy quarterback, I think, this year than what he has been in years past. So Antonio Brown NFL will. Passing yards last year, Joe. He right. And I NFL think that's. Yeah, but I think a lot of that had to do because of how many times they were able to throw the ball long. I just don't. I fear is that they're at home. They're one team. What we saw last year from Pittsburgh was on the road. They were a completely different offensive team than they were at home. Is the Pittsburgh Steelers, are they going to regress? That offense regress a little bit in the passing game, especially because they don't have a clear number two. And because, listen, it, it sounds nice on paper, but really, what are you going to get from Juju? You don't know what you're going to get from Juju Schuster. You, you think you know, but I've never seen him outside of single coverage. So I don't know what the hell you're going to get. Right. No, those are all valid points. Let's just do the math here, though, Joe. You know, let's say mm-hmm. Antonio Brown had something like 160 targets last year, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, Juju will get some of those, but Juju was already a productive receiver, right? Where The other, I don't know, 125, where are they going? Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, like, And, and, and if know. you answer that question correctly, I, you know, yeah. if you in your draft, If you're in the 13th round, right, and you're like, you know what, let me plant a flag. I think it's going to be James Washington. And that turns Mm -hmm. out to be right. You have an asset that you got in the 13th, 14th round of your draft, right? I am advising you later in the draft, 
Take a flyer on whichever one of these guys you think is the right one because the upside, if you're right, is better than a lot of other dart throws you can make at that point in your fantasy football draft, right? Spend the pick on Dante Moncrief. Spend the pick on uh, James Washington. Joe, it's similar to like in Green Bay. Some people are saying Geronimo Allison's the number two. Others are saying Marquez Valdez-Scantling is, right? One thing I know is that that offense will produce with Aaron Rodgers. So if you get it right, who the number two is, is you have a startable fantasy wide receiver. Same case in Pittsburgh. If you get the Moncrief, James Washington, Deontay Thompson question of who's the number two wide receiver in Pittsburgh, if you guess correctly in the 12th round of your draft, you have a weekly startable asset in fantasy. So go ahead and take the guess. It's not even a crazy idea, Joe, to draft two of these guys. And then when the, right. when the picture becomes clear in week three of the football season, drop one of them and pick up someone on the waiver wire. Yeah, and don't uh, and listen, don't be surprised either. Certainly in the ongoing, until they can establish who that number two is, Pittsburgh runs the ball a lot more and leans on those running backs yep. more than they do Connor. a big. You know, Big Ben's getting up there too, guys. It's not he's not a right. spring chicken. And Big Think Ben, this, like Joe. the Saints did that for Breeze as he got older, evolved right. to the running game, right? Yep. The Patriots have done that over the last couple yep. of years. When, as Brady enters his 40s, drafting Sony Michelle, mm-hmm. starting the run. It makes sense, Joe. Yeah, it's uh, don't be surprised, especially early on, because Pittsburgh's one of those teams, you know, come October and October, November, that's when they really start to hit their groove. And they might rely on, uh, you know, Connor and that uh, the, those running backs for a lot more production okay. than we are used to seeing because Antonio Brown is not on the uh, is not on the field for him anymore. So, all right, those are your uh, AFC North uh, teams. We'll go ahead. We'll tackle uh, some different divisions here throughout the week. Some of these burning questions for these teams uh, as we yeah. get ready for fantasy football season. And I'm wondering now. You and I, I think, are on the same page. Ultimately, yeah, that's what I was ask you. we we're going Pittsburgh price. to win this division. We're I mean, we're yeah, going Pittsburgh to win this division. Up. Okay. Cleveland's plus 120 as the favorite. Absolutely then it's Pittsburgh not. plus 175. Baltimore yep. plus 270. And then Cincy, you know, plus 2,000. I actually think, by the way, Joe, I actually think Cincy's picking in the top five of the draft next year. I actually think it goes so bad for Cincy that the kid they drafted in the third or fourth round, Ryan Finley out of NC State, I think he gets right. starts in weeks like 14 and beyond. Yeah, I really I, do. I got Cleveland finishing third in that division, so I got I am not nearly just don't know as high as everybody else on the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are going to be a dumpster fire but come if the after figured week out eight. Lamar Jackson like they did with the read option in RG three in yeah. year two. I think down they're on a Pittsburgh. good Cleveland number two second. team in the division, but I think Pittsburgh is your is your clear favorite. We like Pittsburgh to win in it, right? AFC North, plus yeah, one seventy five. They could win it at nine seven, it Make it rain plays coming up next. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. All right, welcome back in here. Make it rain, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll dive into some of our favorite make it rain plays of the day. Big night in Major League Baseball as a couple of very interesting matchups here from a pitching standpoint as three of the bigger names uh, in the trade rumors, which in all likelihood is going to happen within the next seven days. It has to. But Bumgartner might be pitching for the final time in a Giants uniform. Him to Bochi go way back. If this is the end, uh, well, then tonight he's going up against you, Darvish. Uh, game two of that series, they ended up winning last night, coming from behind to beat the Cubs 6-5. Uh, 
Uh, they are just now one game above 500. It's unbelievable. 16 and three, I believe, over the last 19 now. Uh, they have just been unreal. But it could all come crashing. This could be the last start of Baumgartner's career in, uh, in San Francisco. You also have um, uh, Trevor Bauer on the mound for tonight. A lot of teams, including the New York Yankees, have been associated with Trevor Bauer that Cleveland is looking for immediate help uh, in that. They want MLB talent to be yeah, able to Clint fill Frazier. some of the holes. And they want the, we keep saying Clint Frazier because they need a bat. That's what they need more yeah. than anything. If they're if they're going to overtake Minnesota and they're going to make a run for this, um, they need a bat. So the Yankees can certainly provide that for them. So Bauer could be pitching his last game tonight. Uh, Matty Boyd, uh, you know, the kid has been certainly early on was lights out. The problem is he's stuck playing in Detroit, uh, but yeah. he's going uh, tonight. He's going to be pitching. So we'll have an opportunity to see the three. Three of the four biggest names, the fourth being Strowman, which in all likelihood, he's definitely gone. Where he lands up, uh, that remains to be seen. But those three guys tonight could be playing their last game. If you had to, if you, if you were a betting man, Dane, which one of these pitchers do you think, without a doubt, is pitching their last game with their team right now? Hmm. Um... Mm, well, the one that's not pitching is Marcus Stroman, and I think he's the one who's most likely to get hit today. I mean, not today. I'm this shocked week. he has Like, I'm shocked I think he is Stroman not already. Is likely, yeah. Right? It makes I mean, no I'm sense to me, like, right? They don't need him. They don't need him. He could bring back a haul. This is how Toronto could restock the farm system. I think he's the one that would go. I buy you on the mad bum. Like, maybe they're trying to, you know, maybe they're hanging on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and besides that, I don't know. Listen, I... I don't think it's smart for the Indians to move Bauer. You know, like I'm they're contending. You. He's I'm young. You. He's good. So I just, I, I, I just, it, that puzzles me a little bit. Uh, the Bauer one, Matty Boyd, I could easily see moving. Like he'll be a benefit to a National League contender more than the lack of run support with the Tigers. So I would say Stroman and Boyd. Mm-hmm. And then he's not pitching today, but I think Wheeler is going to move. I think Wheeler is the other name that is going to move. But I'm going to back tonight, Joe, mm-hmm. two other pitchers that we oh. have talked about a lot. This year that are on the hill, you probably know where I'm going. First, I'm going with my boy Chris Paddock. Chris Paddock is back on the hill coming off that incredible start where he almost went uh, with a no-hitter. Chris Paddock is on the road tonight against the hapless Mets. I think the Mets are done, Joe. I think the Mets have shot their load. You hear the, the... you know, the kind of animosity about the GM and the manager and all that stuff. This New York environment is talking about Saquon Barkley and Sam Darnold instead of the New York Mets. You know, I think the Mets, if they want to really fill seats, they need to put up Tim Tebow um, in there if that's what they want to do. Give me the San Diego Padres. They are a short road favorite at minus 130. I'll take it. I like Paddock and the Padres. And I'm also going to ride Chris Sale in this uh, Rays Red Sox. Sale has been good lately, Joe. You know at the beginning of his year but he has fixed it since then striking out guys you know things of that nature i like sale tonight i like paddock tonight that's where i'm rolling you're going chris sale taking on uh tampa bay there game two and that said red sox rolled last night um so uh, this is a series the red sox knew they had to have they've got to win toronto's backs are up against the wall so they've got to uh, they got to get it done. I can also tell you uh, the Yankees taking on the Twins here tonight. Game two after the Yankees blew a seven five lead there heading into fifth inning. 
Uh, they're sending Herman to the mound, taking on uh, Gibson. Gibson has not pitched well in his career against the New York Yankees. Herman, however, has pitched extremely well, certainly since coming off the IL. They're a short road favorite, I believe, at minus yep. 115, minus 116. I yeah, I can see the Yankees taking care of business tonight. And uh, I listen, I love yep. the Bumgartner-Darvish matchup tonight. Uh, I like the under in this game. I like the first five under. I like the under in, in total. Darvish, by the way, since the All-Star break, he's come out firing. He's, he's, he's thrown 12 scoreless innings now in his last two starts. He's not walking anybody anymore. He's keeping the ball down. Uh, Darvish is kind of hitting his groove. And the Giants and Bumgartner, I mean, Bumgartner, is, uh, he's got less than a two ERA over the last month yeah. and a half. He's been on fire. They usually win when they're at home with him almost always and i do think it's there's not going to be a whole yeah and i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of runs scored but i do lean the giants as a favorite tonight but i i do like that first uh, first five under four and first uh, and full game under seven and a half because i could see this being a two one three two kind of game i think darvish and bumgartner are coming in there listen the cubs we said it. They're only three games ahead of the Giants here. So it's not like yeah. they're they're not playing the last place Giants anymore. Right. Giants are one game over 500. The Cubs are battling, too. It's not like, you know, they don't have a lot to uh, they don't got a lot to lose here either. So I think you're going to get both of those guys at their best tonight. And you had mentioned the Diamondbacks. You ended up taking them uh, on the run line last night. Last uh, night. I'm looking yeah, at one. Yeah. I got a W there. I'm looking at Bundy on the mound for them. Kelly going for Arizona. That over-under number is over. nine, Dave. Yeah. Over. <laughs> over. Like, ooh, that's nine. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a juicy number to me. Like that number. number nine there is like, hmm. And your boy Strasburg is pitching tonight, too, by the way. Colorado was rained out. Apparently, you're having some weather in that part of the world, aren't you? Huh? My yeah, word. Yeah, my phone is going off with flood alerts and all that stuff. Listen, Joe, in the summertime when it's humid, 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 it's got to right. break sometime, right? And so that's what's yeah. going on, Joe. You talk about in the AL, these contenders playing each other. Houston mm -hmm. boat raced the A's last oh, night, right? Word. And so I wonder, our boy Mikey Fires on the hill and Wade Miley, you know, he's not named Garrett Cole. He's not named Justin Verlander. Joe, yeah. do you think the Astros are treating this series as just like – all right, little brother, it's nice. Let me smack you back into place. Or yeah. do you think the Astros, uh, get, I mean, do you think the A's can come get one tonight? You know, it was a tough spot for them last night, the A's, because they had just played four games against Minnesota at home. They had gone two times in extra innings, including Sunday night. Then they flew to Houston. Uh, Bailey's on them. It was a tough spot for them going up against Cole. But I think they'll be a uh, a more focused and better team tonight. And all the damage was done in the second and third inning. They gave up four runs in the I second, know. seven runs in the third, and then they didn't score. I, had, so. I had barely started fantasy, so I, I got a 40.5 yeah. ERA out of him last night. I'm, oh, my word. It was that. But, yeah. But, early in the week, I could fix it, but it was not a good start. <laughs> Did you pick him up, or have you had him when he was traded? I picked him up via the trade because I thought the move from Kansas City to Oakland was big time. And uh, it worked. His first start, I got a win. And I got good production. I actually, Joe, I toyed with it. I was like, ooh, in Houston, do I bench him this start or do I make this start? Mm. And I looked at my opponent and it was like, you know, I was ready to bastardize ERA and whip because I needed the extra start for things like strikeouts and stuff. Um, so I decided to pull the trigger and I got banged. 
you know, I'm looking at your sale, uh, your sale play here tonight. It, it, this could be this could be the cheapest we've seen sale. Minus one, one fifty, minus one fifty five yeah. now in some books for Chris Sale yeah. uh, taking on Chernos in uh, in Tampa. Uh, you, you know, you're right about that game. My word, uh, minus one fifty, one fifty five. Look at his last few outings. He like he is not the pitcher we talked about at the beginning of the season. No, Joe, you know, he's not. It used to right. be like, oh, he's not getting anybody. Like, look at his starts, Joe. You yep. know, last start out, six innings, twelve Ks, no runs. You know, he had a bad one against the Dodgers, but that's the Dodgers. But look at his game log, and you know, he's been he's been Chris Sale. You know, be, yep. um, outside of a couple of starts, you know, you know, seven innings of shutout ball, 10 strikeouts against Texas, 10 strikeouts against Baltimore, 12 against Kansas City recently, early June. You know, so, yep. I mean, I, I think that at home against an offense uh, in Tampa, who's decent, but doesn't really scare me. It's not like it's the Dodgers, you know. Um, no, it doesn't. You're I'm absolutely correct. I do like the under. You mentioned Paddock. I do like the under uh, tonight in that game, too, at eight and a half. Because Vargas and, has been decent, right? Vargas has been decent. Vargas has been really good. And he's actually been in his uh, career. You know, you got the 36-year-old Vargas going up against the 23-year-old Paddock tonight. Uh, he's too, He's actually pitched well over the last couple of years in his career against the San Diego Padres. And don't forget, I mean, the Mets had last night off. They just came back from a road trip. They right. were five and four on that trip. And they lost just gut-wrenching games to uh, to San Francisco in that series by one run. The Mets, uh, reality versus perception, they're not nearly as or haven't been as bad since the All-Star break as what we had them in the first half. So eight and a half runs is a lot of runs against Paddock. Uh, I And by the way, have you noticed, uh, have you noticed Alonzo's batting average, by the way, since the home run derby? Has it plummeted? Yeah, yeah, he's four for his last 32. So I, I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, home run derby will do it to you. How many times have we heard that now? 70 swings on a ball that night? Yeah. Year after year. we And that's why when Mike Trout came out and said, listen, guys, I mean, maybe I'll do it one time. But I don't want to do it. This guy's now four of 32 at the plate. He's been abysmal. And... Could the home run derby be a, you know, be a Mets kind of like that whole, are you on the cover of the uh, the Madden game? Are you going to get hurt? I don't want right. to be superstitious, but I do think there's something to it. Guys losing their rhythm after spending yeah. two hours swinging out their ass for 70 times. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's all about the bat path right now and right and putting that good swing on the ball. And you everybody works to have that consistent swing. But for the derby, you alter that. So I, I think it's viable. Um, and it's a damn shame if that is uh, the case, if, if Alonso's in a slump and it's a tribute. I to don't that. hate. Um, I don't hate it. I mean, honestly, I, I don't hate the idea of guys uh, like the Mike Trout's going. Yeah, no, guys, I, you know, yeah, I, I'm fine. good. I could. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. Um, I do That's not blame him at all. all the other events that we talked about, like beat the shift yeah. and the fastest yes. runner and the best arm and stuff like that. Yes. Put that in there yeah, as it's, well. It's going to be a very interesting night tonight. Kind of must-win situations for some of these teams. Keichel's on the mound tonight, too, by the way, for Atlanta. Uh, they're going to yeah. be at home, or big favorite, taking on uh, the Kansas City Royals, who have been like a bad rash. They just They just won't go away. And you're not going to believe this, but the White Sox are an actual underdog against the Marlins tonight at home. Boy, my boy's Smith. on K. 
Caleb Smith on the mound uh, tonight. So uh, I like that, but I do like Fires as well. I think he bounces back against Miley. Chris Sale at minus 155. Book it. Book it, baby. Make it rain. We'll do it again tomorrow, 7 uh, a.m., the morning after on its way. He is Dane Martinez. I am Jeremy Arias, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Good luck tonight, guys. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't want to Forbes always puts out the most valuable oh, yeah. franchise in sports lists, and we've seen teams. And the NBA make more money than globally. It's it's unbelievable. It's the New York Knicks that sit fifth, and it's 
as a Knicks fan, it's got to be the most frustrating thing in the world to know you've got one of the most iconic brands, not just in the in the world, and you can't get anybody to come and play. Yep. And, I, I, and here's what I would say. <clears throat> Remember, we were just talking about, like, the fans versus the head coach versus the GM yeah. versus the owner in terms of what they're looking at. This proves that James Dolan don't give a damn about what you say. Don't give a damn about what Charles Oakley says. Don't give a damn about anybody at the Garden that wants to heckle him. Because we assume that what he cares about is wins and losses and titles. That's not what he cares about. What he cares about is this, this bottom line. And they are $4 billion in worth. And guess what? That's after, you know, defecating the mattress for the better part of the last decade. Okay? So this brand... Is foolproof, all right? Mm-hmm. And so he, because of that, he don't care if you, if you as a fan aren't happy that they didn't get Kyrie Irving in free agency. He doesn't care. Why? Because he's still got MSG. He's still got all the things he needs to still be on a list of the big boy billionaires like this. And I, I think it brings into focus this idea of... You know, this is a business uh, that is profit and loss like every other business instead of necessarily your, you know, your emotional heartstrings about what you think they should do. Mm. It's it's crazy to me to have a four billion dollar operation, the the most valuable NBA franchise, the New York Knicks. And yet, if this was 10 years ago, right, 20 years ago. Uh, you might have been able to convince people, like, be in New York, be in L.A. That's where, you know, right. if, you, if you want brand, man, there is no better place. And there still isn't. If, if, you know, between New York and L.A., it's still the two. And there still isn't. If, if You know, between New York and L.A., it's still the two biggest cities, certainly the most exposure and everything else that comes along with that. But players today just don't see it that way i mean the yankee listen you go you turn on the news turn on cnn world news you've got guys all over this all over the world wearing yankee hats i mean it's probably <laughs> the most recognizable brand from a sports perspective outside of maybe real madrid or uh or barcelona but sure uh, of all the top 50 most valuable franchises on this list 